Welcome to Five Shot Friday. This is Bart and Sunny Miller. Take it away, Sunny. I am so excited to take it away today, Bart. I'm going to dive right in. You're going to waste another minute. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, first topic is why someone who isn't as smart as you is making more money than you. Last night, Bart spoke to a group of local entrepreneurs at a digital marketing meetup hosted by the Snake River DMC. Let's go, James Ullman. Yep, James Ullman. Um, one of his talking points is absolutely key in discovering why someone who may not be as smart as you is making way more money than you. Do you know somebody like that? Because I bet you do. <laughs> You're like, I'm just as smart if not smarter. Like, what's going on? Well, we are going to tell you. So hold on to your horses as Bart explains how this can happen. Yeah, thanks, Sunny. So this was an aha moment in my life as I figured this out. So I'll share it with you, and hopefully it can be an aha moment for you, and you'll want to share this with a lot of people in your ecosystem, including your kids. So um, I'm going to ask you a few questions that will help us to come to some realizations that may not be realizations to you right now. So my first question is, I'm going to ask you is, if I ask you to bake brownies from scratch, which means no box, no recipe, you go find every little thing, the exact amounts, all the stuff, could you do it? Now, obviously, sometimes when I ask this in big crowds or even small crowds, there's somebody that says, yes, I can do it. And that's so awesome. I think it's so cool, right? But for the majority of us, we can't do that. So then I ask the same question, only ask it this way. If I ask you to bake brownies with a recipe and with all the stuff, could you do it? And hands will go up all over the place. And people are like, yeah, I can do it. And it's so awesome. And I'm sure you can too. And then I ask this question. I ask, okay, does what does the recipe require, right? That's the thing we're trying to get at here. But does the recipe care if I'm a white male? And the answer is no. Does the recipe care if I'm a white female? The answer is no. Does it care if I'm Hispanic? The answer is no. Does it care if I'm poor? The answer is no. Does it care if I'm rich? The answer is no. And I think by this point, you get what I'm going to get at here. The recipe only cares about one thing. And this is the catch, that you follow it. And if you think about that, everything in life that you want is just a recipe away. Which means all you got to do is find who has your recipe and follow it. Because <coughs> marriage is a recipe, business is a recipe, sports are a recipe, you name it, it's all a recipe. So what I'm challenging you to do today is don't be hard on yourself if you're having a struggle in your business or if you're having a struggle in your marriage or if you're this or that. What I want you to do is say, oh my gosh, this is an opportunity to find the recipe. But here, I want to caution you on one thing. Don't go get multiple recipes and try to combine them to make brownies. Or don't go and try to cook cake 
expecting to get brownies. You've got to find the exact recipe you're after, do whatever it takes to get your hands on that recipe, and the rest becomes history. So thanks for letting me share that, Sonny. Hope that makes a lot of sense to you out there, and uh, I hope uh, it'll help you. Awesome, awesome. I love that. And um, not to go further, but just to kind of, uh, what's the word I want? To bring it back around. What I like to think about is this analogy that goes right along this exact same analogy. But um, let's say you're a smart person, you're highly motivated, you work hard, and you even put time on the tasks you know are important, you take action, all the cards are stacked in your favor, and there's absolutely nothing that should hold you back from success, right? Yep. But your ultimate goal is to see a sunset, but your strategy is to look east. Yep. And that's exactly what Bart is saying. Like, you're using the wrong recipe. So take that to heart, um, what Bart said, and start looking for that recipe that's going to give you the results that you want in your life, no matter what category it's in. Okay. The invisible killer of productivity. Do you know what it is? <laughs> um, the invisible killer of productivity is probably not something you would think of right off the top of your head. It is isolation. Not only is it a productivity killer, but it's also the harbinger of depression, anxiety, and feeling stuck. And unfortunately, entrepreneurs are some of the most isolated people on the planet. And all the tools we use to build our businesses have further cut us off from the one thing our brains need to thrive, which is connection. If you think about it, your work is done on a laptop or some kind of technological device, right? If you're in a co-working space, you likely have headphones on, so you're shutting everybody out, you're focused, and you're quiet. And if you're working from home, you can just forget about it. You may as well be alone in a cave in the Himalayas. How many people in your ecosystem know if you absolutely rocked it yesterday, or if you just kept busy cleaning off your desktop or watching TikToks? If your answer is zero or even less than two, you, my friend, are in the black hole of isolation. The good news is, it isn't your fault that laser focus and execution seem to take all the superhuman strength you can muster. Humans are simply not built to thrive in isolation. It's nearly impossible for us to show up as the best version of ourselves day in, day out when we are not supported by genuine human connection and accountability. And when we entrepreneurs lose our focus, and our productivity falls off the wagon, it's almost always because we're in a state of isolation. And you can look around yourself at that point and see that our businesses don't grow. We continue to spiral into that black hole of depression, anxiety, and overwhelm while our businesses are either stagnant or failing. And this is one of the reasons why we created our IDU Epic Mastermind. Our community is truly, truly a family. We cheer each other on. We cry for each other, and we band together to support whatever new product or launch is happening within our ranks. And not necessarily a pitch, but kind of a pitch, because it is so important, and we recognize that, and that is one of the reasons why we're so adamant that we have a community that's highly engaged and supportive of each other. So if you recognize yourself as being in isolation, we encourage you to find a tribe of like-minded people to gather around yourself. Even if it's not I Do Epic, although we absolutely have the best people on the planet. <laughs> we do encourage you to find accountability, find connection, 
and watch your business and your personal life begin to thrive. It's that important. Yeah, that's good, Sonny. And, and I think the reason, I don't think the reason, I know the reason I started this thing is because I know there's three critical things that people do. The number one thing is they, uh, they struggle with this and that is networking, right? So I wanted a group of people because when you're in isolation, it's really tough to network. Now I know you can say I do it on Facebook, this, that, the other, but truly networking, making an impact is way different. So, you know, that's in our uh, networking stuff. We all get to network and be part of a community, which is really, really awesome. The next thing is, is discipline. It's interesting as an individual when you're in isolation and or running a company to have the discipline we say we do, that we really want to have at the level we want it because we don't have anybody on an equal basis that we're talking to or watching that are in that type of community with us, you know, or above us. So it's really hard to get undisciplined in the things that we're doing. The other thing is, it's hard to have direction sometimes when you have nobody to talk to. You know, because like, what should I do next? How have they done this? How's that happened? We don't have a group. But when you're in a group like ours, it's amazing because you can ask for direction and that'll push you out of your comfort zone. And when you're in isolation, it's really easy to be in your comfort zone. Even down to the point of, you'll wear pajamas to work. You'll do things that you normally would never do if you were somewhere else. And I know that's a great opportunity. Don't get me wrong. And I think it's a blessing. But sometimes I also think it's a curse. So, you know, we've designed this. And once again, Sunny and I aren't trying to pitch you on this. We're just, we know it's so important. So if we didn't share it with you, we would be holding back from you, which is why we put a seven-day free trial on it. You know, there's all these benefits if you decide you want to give it a go. So hopefully one day we see you on one of our calls, but if nothing else, create this for yourself, create this for something else so that you get this and don't live your life in isolation. Yes, I love that. And I think one of the main points that just came to me again, so I'm going to say it is, you know, that Mark did say this like-minded tribe, they're all at the same level of growing their businesses. So it's not their teams. It's not necessarily like a team member you need to take to talk to every day that you're outsourcing to or whatever like these are CEOs like-minded that are able to meet together they can talk about their challenges um, they can talk about their wins and honestly I hear a lot of really vulnerable things where people are getting out of their comfort zones and everybody is supporting and cheering them on absolutely when I say we're like a family I'm not kidding yeah so very cool all right, when disaster is actually opportunity in disguise. So I mentioned at the end of our last um, episode that Bart went to Salt Lake to pick up our Tesla. So we expected our Tesla to take a little bit longer than it did, which isn't a bad thing, right? But we were coming down this weekend, as you know, we're heading there right now. And so we thought this would be the ideal time to pick up the Tesla. Well, it turns out it was done last week. And it was pretty inconvenient because it's a three to four hour drive um, just to get there and to get back and wasn't something that we wanted to just drop and go do right at that time. Um, But Bart did post on Facebook to see if anybody was heading to Salt Lake that week and a friend of a friend um, reached out and said that they were and that they'd be happy to come and pick Bart up and take him to Utah, which first of all, networking, very cool, right? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but once again, it's still kind of inconvenient for the family and for everything we had going on. Um, he did pick him up, got him to the service station, and Bart was able to get the Tesla. But in the meantime, another friend of ours, Carrie Jack, 
had invited Bart to join a group of guys at Powder Mountain in Eden, Utah. Now, this wasn't something that probably normally Bart would just drop everything to go do, but the time and circumstances around him going to Utah and being there, he accepted the invitation. And do you want to talk about the rest of it? Sure. So, a lot of times, like I said, in life, we <clears throat> things aren't convenient. They're, uh, they can be challenging. But when I posted this post on Facebook, I honestly just wanted to go down on Saturday and come back. But what ended up happening is, is Tesla actually called me on a Wednesday. And I already knew they were kind of adamant about getting my car out of there. But, like, they were like, hey, it's kind of urgent to get this out of here. we got so much stuff going on. So, instantly, <clears throat> when uh, Rick Squires is... Uh, reached out and said, hey, I got a friend that's coming through. It was on a Wednesday, so it's kind of odd anyway. So I was like, awesome, let's go. And on the drive down, I got to meet this amazing gentleman and be able to have a great conversation, which was awesome. Made the trip go by way fast. And then when we got to Salt Lake uh, to pick up the Tesla, I picked it up. There was something broken. I was like, ah! But anyway, we got that fixed. And like Sonny said, I had an invite to go and... Uh, meet Carrie and some other people, but I didn't know all the agenda. I also saw a post that Tyson Durfee happened to be around, so I was like, hey, I better reach out to Tyson. Reach out to Tyson, he goes, I would love to see you. How about breakfast in the morning? I said, fantastic, let's do that, we'll plan it, and I'll meet you for breakfast. So at that point, I didn't want to go clear back to uh, Eden area or Ogden area. I wanted to stay in Salt Lake so that I could have that opportunity and then find out what time everybody was going to be at the mountain. So we did all that. I met uh, Tyson in the morning. <clears throat> there was an amazing gentleman with him and uh, got introduced to him. And uh, <coughs> he was the founder of Swift Trucking. And it was just absolutely awesome to sit and talk to him and uh, just be present with a self-made billionaire and all the different ideas and things that he's done in his life. Were really cool, got some great takeaways. Then went from there up to Powder Mountain, got to Powder Mountain at the house we were going to stay at and then went up from there to the actual uh, resort house that we were going to actually launch from and uh, be at. And that was a blast. Got to meet some of the coolest people because I was an action taker and because I put myself out there in something that was like inconvenient, but I said yes and big opportunities just started to grow from there. Got to meet some really, really cool guys in this. Super, super grateful for this opportunity. And uh, then it was our anniversary, was able to get home, spend some time with Sunny. So out of this mess became a lot of blessings. And I'm sure Sunny's got some other things she might want to add to that. But it's amazing that you'll allow things to just be and just go like a river with the flow sometimes instead of resisting and saying yes when maybe you feel like saying no. It's amazing how things will just come together. I love that. Such a great, great example of my story. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to talk about what we've been up to really quickly. So, as mentioned above, Bart had the opportunity to speak at the Snake River DMC. He did an absolutely epic job. And what a great group of people. It was really fun to go network and meet everybody. Um, there was one other speaker named Chip, and he did a fantastic job as well. Um, but the one thing he spoke his whole, really his whole speech was on is leading with your why. Yep. Which is absolutely perfect because it's something we highly, highly stress and repeat. All of our members repeat it every single day in our I Do Epic Mastermind. That's Let's how important go. it was. So yeah, absolutely. it was really actually pretty cool and a little bit maybe synchronistic. Yeah. That that's what he chose to speak on. 
yeah, it was. It was really cool, and, uh, you know, anyway, it was just really fun. Great experience, great night, great people, and uh, I'm always grateful for those opportunities to be able to say yes and be in front of really cool people when I do it. Awesome. All right, Xander's been putting his saxophones, plural, to good use. <laughs> he toured around the local elementary schools with his band a couple days ago, performing for the little kiddos and inspiring them to join band. And side note there, that's actually how he was inspired to join band. Um, they came and played for him when he was in elementary school. He saw the saxophone and he was hooked. Line and singer, so here we are. He played at a pep assembly on Valentine's Day and he talked us into letting him take his pro saxophone for that occasion. And he has a couple of concerts at the end of the month, including one with the high school bands. So, go Xander, super cool, super fun. Yep. Um, on other news, my pickleball game last week was absolutely horrible. <laughs> I wondered at one point if I had ever even played pickleball. It was that bad. It's a 6 a.m. league that I am in with Mercedes, and we just come off of our Disney trip, and for some reason I couldn't sleep that night. I had like four hours of sleep, and we've been, you know, walking all over Disney and all the things, but those are all just excuses, honestly. Like, I don't know what was up with me, but it was ridiculous. Like, I could not connect with anything. My games were all over in like five minutes because I couldn't, I could not hold my own at all. I didn't even feel like I should be in the league. It was so bad. I left, I left as quick as I could with my, my head down. So, yesterday or the other day, Bart was his awesome self and he took me to the local pickleball club and ran some drills with me for the league the next morning. I'm so grateful. I was actually uh, able to show up for the league and hold my own once again. Um, may not have been my best games ever, but I certainly felt good and confident about where I was at. So thank you, Bart. You're so welcome. I think that's the thing in life sometimes is that, you know, when little things are off, all we got to do is go back and revisit those basics and start to rebuild from there and have somebody that has the certainty in us that we can do it and we can do those things. So if you're down, you're discouraged, just go back to the basics, get with somebody that can boost you back up, put some energy back in you and fill your tank up and then go back at it and it'll make all the difference in the world. It does for me. So love that I can give that opportunity to Sunny and, uh, you know, spend some time with her and, uh, just like, you know, friendships are so amazing. I, you know, same thing happened to me. I have my snowblower on my tractor. So to change that is kind of a pain in the butt, you know, type of thing. And so I reached out to one of my friends and James Billman was right to the rescue. Brody skidster over, moved some stuff for me in five seconds and uh, just made my night by doing that. So as we pour into one, somebody else pours into another. All of a sudden we give hope, which is help one person every single day to the world and to other people. And so, you know, just what I'm doing is just moving that energy through everything else. So I encourage you today, if you can just help one person uh, and see what happens, man, what a cool effect we can make throughout the world and uh, just make such a big difference. Awesome. I love that so much. And a side note here, just because I feel like being funny, is that nobody in my league is, is as terrifying as Bart. <laughs> he hits so hard, and he's so strategic. So even just going and playing with him for a few minutes, I can walk up to my league and be like, oh, like you guys do not intimidate me one bit. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, and last but not least, um, I don't think I mentioned it in this episode, but we are heading to Salt Lake 
right now, which is why you hear some background car noises. We're living the full-on entrepreneurial life, and we're multitasking as we're on the road. Um, I've got a hair appointment, and I think Bart's getting another tattoo. Yeah? Yes. Yep. yep. So, fingers crossed for us that the Tesla makes it back. Um, they're back in one piece. I think, I think odds are in our favor. I hope so. I don't even know why you bring that up. That's horrible. <laughs> well, I'm just saying last time we were in Salt Lake, we got a little bit stranded is all. <laughs> all right. It was an opportunity. It was an opportunity. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just a little inconvenient, all right? <laughs> there you go. Okay, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for joining us today. And sponsored by I Do Epic. Get out there and send five gratitude texts today on us and tell people just how much you appreciate it.